all that time in a cell wondering who I am. I'm the doctor. I'm the one who stops the Daleks. All of you to the TARDIS now! Hello everybody, welcome to a little bonus episode of Rowan's Rounds, and today I'm going to talk about the very recently released uh, Doctor Who New Year's Special, Revolution of the Daleks. Uh, now this was the um, first Doctor Who we've gotten in almost a year, uh, and it had the, the task of following up on the cliffhanger uh, from last season, where Jodie Whittaker's Doctor was sent to prison, uh, perhaps never to return. Um, and, you know, the first thing I've got to wonder is, did the writers know how to resolve this this cliffhanger of sending the Doctor to prison? Or was that like a, like a Picard-Borg situation where they wrote it with no idea how to resolve it? I like to think that they had an idea of what to do, but, but like... It was it, it was just ideas uh, at the at, at the time, and it really uh, expanded once they had the idea to bring Captain Jack back, and then the whole story came together. Um, so uh, to move on uh, a little bit, the um, this episode featured the return of Doctor Who fan favorite, arguably uh, the Daleks, who uh, haven't been seen since the uh, the the 2019 uh, New Year's special, uh, which was two whole years ago. This one is very much a direct sequel to that, follows up right on it, and um, it really leaned into the. Um, to the whole uh, metaphor of the Daleks as 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 a metaphor for hate, you know, um, the Daleks are the Daleks have been the one constant in all of Doctor Who, as opposed uh, aside from the character of the Doctor, they the Daleks have always been there. Of course, they've changed and evolved just like the Doctor uh, themselves. Um, but I feel like ever since their inception, the Daleks have been sort of Doctor Who's symbol for evil. And here, you know, it's not too subtle. The Doctor uh, literally has a monologue about the Daleks being a metaphor for hate. Uh, so it's not very subtle, but I think it, it, it was well done in this in this context, being used by the greedy businessman, who I will get to in a minute. Uh, but I think that really helps um, in terms of uh, really giving uh, the Daleks a feeling and a, 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 like something that they will sim- – Something that they stand for, and I think hate really works for that. Uh, next, uh, it is fantastic to have Captain Jack back. Uh, uh, John Barrowman is amazing, and I'm just so supremely happy to have him back. Um, and, you know, with Captain Jack, we do get a lot of references to the show's past. I really appreciated that uh, th- that Chris Chibnall is honoring uh, the references to past Doctor Who Um uh, elements such as uh, Jack mentions he grew up on the Beauchene Peninsula in the 51st century. He mentions Rose Tyler. Later on, he goes to stay with Gwen Cooper uh, from Torchwood. And I, I just really love that, you know, Chris Chibnall is obviously a Doctor Who fan and he's in control of the show. He wants to do something different, but at the same time, he doesn't want to ignore uh, Doctor uh, what came before. And I think he, so far he's doing a really good job of that. Um, now, I do have mixed feelings about Chris Knopf, uh, who plays uh, businessman Jack Robertson, coming back. He was in um, Jodie Whittaker's first season, and he played um, this this big, big, greedy businessman who I think, honestly, you know, I, I, I have mixed feelings because he's the perfect character for this episode and this story, you know, commercializing the Daleks. But at the same time, you know, like, 
uh, Doctor Who, you know, like it's being super self-referential and all that. And, I, you know, I just said I appreciate the references and what this show does. Um, but so, you know, yes, I think I can appreciate that they did bring Chris Noth back as Jack Robertson because I like that 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 the show or at least the the eras of of each Doctor feel interconnected. We get the return of, you know, Torchwood and Unit. Those were a big part of the 10th and 11th Doctors. And then we have these characters specifically unique to Jodie Whittaker's time as the Doctor. Um, and one of these is Jack Robertson. We did get some uh, cool cameos in prison uh, when the Doctor was there, which was so cool. I love seeing the silence, the pating, the ood, the weeping angels. We haven't seen a silence in forever. And and the ood and the weeping angels, I just really love seeing all of those, um, seeing all those little uh, cameos slipped in there. Um one thing I thought that this uh, episode set up pretty well uh, was um, the Doctor potentially having a big narrative arc in the next season, um, that being uh, an identity crisis, because uh, keep in mind, she did just find out um, last season that she uh, was not, in fact, uh, just a regular Time Lord, and uh, she's not the 13th Doctor. She's from another dimension, and she is what is known as the Timeless Child. Uh, so I think that, uh, yes, I think that they are setting something up, and I hope they really follow through with it, because the Doctor doesn't typically have, you know, like a net, like a big narrative arc. It's not really something that the show focuses on, usually focuses on the Doctor and in the lives of his or her companions, but I think the Doctor having a narrative arc all to herself will be a great change for uh, the show. Now, we haven't really seen good old-fashioned Dalek mayhem, you know, them running through the streets just exterminating people at random in a while, and I really, really love seeing that. It's been so many years since maybe Peter Capaldi or even Matt Smith. Um, and then we get the standoff on the bridge with the old Daleks versus the new Daleks. Uh, I never thought I'd see it, and it's a damn great sight. You know, I mentioned before Chris Gibnall paying homage to the show's history. We do get a return of the Dalek designs from Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, and Matt Smith's era, and I think it's it's just incredible uh, to see, um, you know, the 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 old eras combining with the new eras, and I think it, it works perfectly. Now at the end, we do get uh, the exit of two companions of the Doctor, that being Ryan and Graham. Their exit was done really well, I think. <clears throat> uh, you know, like there's no perfect way to do a companion exit, um, but I think. Uh, Ryan and Graham, there was just enough emotion. You know, it didn't take up the entire episode, but it was still a part of the episode. Um, like, it was it, it was still intertwined, you know, throughout the episode we sort of see Ryan uh, becoming, you know, thinking about, since the Doctor was gone, he kind of liked his life when she wasn't there, and Graham just wants to stay with Ryan. I really like uh, how their exit was handled. And then the very last scene, we do get a callback to Ryan's bike riding from their first appearance way back in Series 11, uh, and, and a little cameo appearance by um, Ryan's grandmother and Graham's wife, Grace, who died way back then and has been in um, a few episodes since. But I just really liked their exit the last scene it was really well done so all in all yeah i mean like doctor who is one of those shows where like the hiatus could be a long time you know you you, you really have no idea how long um the gap between seasons is going to be but um but here i think it was a very welcome return to the show um and i really sincerely hope that we get some soon with new companion john bishop as dan apparently uh, very looking uh, very much looking forward to seeing how he will factor into things so uh for Rowan's Rounds. My name is Rowan Wood. I'll be back very soon with a brand new episode. Toodles!